Hello, my name is Benjamin Leonardo Jacobs, and I'm the owner and creator of Subliminal Message Studios. Thank you very, very much for joining me, ladies and gentlemen. We have a special broadcast for you, as every day is a true statement to our strength against the New World Order. And every day is a true statement to our faith to keep on going, because telling the truth in a corrupt world is a revolutionary act. Thank you very much for joining me once again. Let's begin. Defense program and to run armies 
a water fuel cell for cars, it will cost about $1,500. It says it won't be any maintenance, and you won't have to replace it. It will be at least two years before the fuel system goes into mass production. The data happens will be one the fuel industry hates, but I'll put a smile on the face of those who haven't seen it one time or another fill her up. from the mass shooting to be publicly identified was Aaron Salter Jr. He was a retired Buffalo police officer who worked at the store as an armed security guard. He is being hailed tonight as a hero. Aaron Salter Jr. wore many hats in his life. Retired police officer, substitute teacher, but one of his true passions was science. He built a lab in his garage where he spent countless hours working to develop an engine that could run on water. Officer Aaron Solder, so I stated, excuse me. 
paralysis. But the big story of our era is the ability to hack human beings. And by this I mean that if you have enough data and you have enough computing power, you can understand people better than they understand themselves. And then you can manipulate them in ways which were previously impossible. And in such a situation, the old democratic system stopped functioning. We need to reinvent democracy for this new era in which humans are now hackable animals. You know, the, the whole idea that humans have, you know, this, they, they have this soul or spirit and they have free will and nobody knows what's happening inside me. So whatever I choose, whether in the election or whether in the supermarket, this is my free will, that's all. Welcome back to Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen. So, two assassinations attempts have been uh, thwarted, in a sense, out in Russia. Three Dutch Special Forces operation um, operation soldiers were training in America and were just shot to uh, kill. Uh, two of them were killed. One of them is in critical uh, critical condition. All three of them coming to America to train. Joe Biden has, the democratic structure, I'll just say that, has just sent out a, a whole nother $6 billion out to Ukraine, which is a big money laundry operation, ladies and gentlemen. But I want to touch base on a lot of stuff here in Omaha, Nebraska. So let's, so one of the first things I want to talk about is the Omaha Arch, Arch Dices, who is standing up to the LGBT group and standing up to this, to this, to this crazed nature of turning boys into girls and turning girls into boys and telling children to solely focus on their race and constantly worry what race they are instead of their education and instead of them being intellectually sound in the mind as an individual and the Archdiocese, Archdiocese of Omaha has made a statement saying students that reject their gender may not be a proper fit for Catholic schools. Now that is their own, that is what they believe. What I find funny is how how can, and, and by the way, the democratic structure are losing their freaking mind. All over social media, suddenly, you know what I mean, Archdiocese should not be able to do that. But get this, ladies and gentlemen, why is that allowed? But the Democratic Party and LGBT groups, they can um, uh, use ARP funds to build an LGBTQ plus center in Omaha, Nebraska, ladies and gentlemen. Now, the problem, and this is how it works. You see, the Democrats, and not just that, you see it's this establishment, it's this mindset that's driving people to be solely focused on this one thing. So right now, KTV, all our state-run news is, is blaring this all over. Oh, the Archdiocese, the Archdiocese, the Omaha Catholic Archdiocese, says students who reject their gender may not be a proper fit for Catholic schools. Now, the new guidelines on human sexuality are expected to be adapted beginning January 1st of 2023. Uh, basically, and, and they're not adapting anything new. They simply have to make a statement stating that men cannot walk in there dressed like girls and go to the little girl's bathroom, and you cannot dress your little son or little daughter up and play make-believe and tell everyone so they, they need to accept that make-believe dream and they need to treat it as reality. When your child, and, and then, you know, like, and, and on top of that, we have 
suicide hotline numbers that are popping up and being driven into uh, the city of Omaha left and right. They're doing that at the same time they have ARP uh, funds going to build an LGBTQ plus center. And they're saying it'll be life-changing, by the way. One local organization hopes to get a cut of the money to build a new LGBTQ plus center. The group leaders say it's about as an important project. It's, it's about as an important project, the closest LGBTQ center, uh, like the one they have to uh, they, they have to uh, create in Kansas City. They said there are some organizations in Omaha that offer services, but they want to welcome them all into one space and expand. It's all for the community, they're saying. It's all for the community. You see how this mindset works? Do you see how they tell you, oh, this is all for the community? Driving what, what sexuality to your child is part of the community. This is where the democratic mindset is. They're, they're gonna use ARP funds to build a structure to indoctrinate your children to only believe that much more in the state. Let's say if you believe the LGBTQ agenda, you know what I mean? But what I need you to realize is even though you might like it, you have to realize that that child is going to be looking up to the state, not you. The child, child is going to be looking up to their morality, not you. They're not going to be, and you have to understand that it's not going to be everything just because someone agrees with you on a certain subject. Like, you know, if you, if you believe in guns, like me and you believe in guns, awesome, man, we believe in guns. Does that mean we're going to believe in everything about guns? No, we're going to have differences. This is the same thing. If people are so brainwashed that they think labels are a conglomerate for every single thing that that individual does because it all fits in the socialist structure that they're trying to bring in. This is socialism mixed with fat. Like it's we're we're in some serious trouble. That's that's all I'm gonna say. But can you believe that? Listen, listen. John Carl Dunkutchitz said that paint thrown on a mural of two men kissing near 25th and Barnum is exactly the reason this center is so needed. Oh yeah, that's exactly why this center is so needed on 25th and Barnum. Let me give you a reality check, John Carl Dinkovich. Children nowadays are triple times more likely to commit suicide. That has nothing to do because that has nothing to do with the people that won't accept them. That has everything to do with adults not accepting children for who they are. It has everything to do with parents driving into their heads that you need to make sure because you're black, because you're black, or because you're colored. You're you're being you're gonna be punished or you're in, you're you're in some kind of danger from the dangerous white people that are setting up these agendas anyway. Is it any is it any wonder why during the entire time of the pandemic, the pandemic, which is by the way, all the Democrats they all called for these lockdowns. You know, this has been like we can't remember, like we cannot forget about two three years ago. Remember. Remember this, they all called for these lockdowns and the LGBTQ community, guess what? They suffered the most, known facts. More little boys and more men were killing each other because of the lockdowns. More of them were killing each other because of the lockdowns rather than because that they were so sad about, they don't know what race, they don't know what sexuality they are. They don't know if the world's gonna accept them or not because they're gay, it's 2021, but they're still trying to drive it into all of our heads that Oh my God, a black man's kissing a white woman. Oh my God, there's a gay man kissing a gay guy. Oh my God, this has never happened before. Oh my God, they want to get married. Did you guys know that the actual 
um, the first people, uh, the, like the first people that were putting um, no gay marriage, like the states that were putting no gay marriage in, in act in America, were all Democratic-run states. And then you could actually look back at those states and the city councils during that same section. Some of those cities, the same city council members have now retired. Those are the same city council members that rejected gay marriage. They're the same ones that have built themselves into the LGBTQ community, built themselves into the Black Lives Matter community. You know, like with this whole Roe versus Wade situation, you know what blows my mind the most? So the original Supreme Court justice that made um, uh, abortion a federal law, which is completely illegal, by the way, it kind of contradicts it kind of contradicts why the, the LGBTQ community is so bad because Technically speaking, it's always been up to the law of the state, not the federal government. Just imagine if the federal government would have made it the opposite for, I don't know how long now, since 1972, I believe it was. Just imagine if the feds, you see the mindset changes when you, when you think of it that way, but if you look at the Supreme Court justices, the, ju- uh, the judges that were uh, that first voted on Roe versus Wade, there were some of the most racist pieces of crap in, oh, not in the world, but they were some of the most racist pieces of crap. Not all of them. There's a couple of judges that were actually decent and thought that they were doing some good for the community. But it was all made to literally diminish and depopulate the color community. That's what abortion was literally brought into the monopolization and what it is now with Planned Parenthood running almost everything. You see what I'm saying? It was all about diminishing and depopulating the color community. Since Planned Parenthood has started getting federal grants and, not, and since after that in, 1980, in the 1980s, they have triple-folded, triple-folded and colored people's abortions. They actually drive to the color, they actually drive into the color community a lot more than a lot of suburb communities that, you know, maybe abortion is just the only way. And then you can add in the culturalism, especially nowadays, you can add in the the rap and the rock that drives these types of narratives. It's it's you know, we're we're not this is a conspiracy theory, ladies and gentlemen. It's not it's not and it's not all about Democrats or Republicans. We have to understand that this is a global new world order and this is a a mindset that has been trying to be that has psychologically been driven for a very very long time and they've tested this out in the out in the open plenty of times before but the american people being so acclimated after so long it's called stockholm syndrome after so long they're not aware of when the government's actually trying to kill them they're not aware they just they just you know shrug it off like it's nothing you know what i'm saying like like this right here so ARP, ARPA funds to build an LGBT community plus a center. But the Omaha Catholic Church is taking hit after hit, calling being called this and that and everything under the sun, racist, racist, sexist, everything. Being threatened left and right by the LGBT community. Even senators that posted on Twitter say, oh, this is why the right wing are so extreme. This is why this, this is why that. But what is the difference? Actually, let me clarify this. There's a big difference of the Democrats using ARPA funds to build an LGBTQ plus community. This says everything that we need to know. Now we have a, um, a, a sheriff that's running, a, a local sheriff that's running here in um, the Nebraska area, all Nebraska area. And he has made a statement on Twitter and he has said that police unions should 
be independent and should not be political at all. But he is he was not saying anything about ARPA funds to build the LGBT community. He has not said anything about fire departments and police departments of last year walking with the LGBTQ uh, community, but the fire departments, they're the ones who walks constantly walk with the LGBTQ community. LGBTQ community. What about all the hospitals? Nebraska Medicine offers Lepron, a pedophile castration pill they use on pedophiles to, cut, to, to remove their genitals. They give those to children. You can go on their website right now and look at all the drugs, the castration pills that they use to castrate your, 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 your little boy. So why are hospitals allowed to get political? Why is ARPA um, even thinking about giving funds to build an LGBTQ plus center? While gun owners have restriction after restriction, there is a, a argument over on uh, on Omaha Scanner where um, a, a young lady um, uh, was trying to um, differentiate, uh, uh, put a difference between people being drunk behind the wheel and getting into a car wreck and just people being uh, just people speeding and getting into a car wreck now it, the whole conversation got lost in the sauce and i'm not this is an attack against on law scanner at all believe me like it says nothing to do with that but i want to realize this i i, I at least want um those of you who listen to realize the psychologically bending the psychological bend right there because I've seen Omar Skinner plenty of times advocate for getting drunk, going out partying everywhere, you know what I mean? Getting drunk, you know what I mean? And you expect everyone to not get behind the wheel and go to this bar, go to that bar. I've watched Omar Skinner advocate to go to this place, that place, and then that place all the same day. And all involved totally getting plastered drunk. I don't care what you're doing. Like, I don't care if you're drinking alcohol, smoking meth. I don't care about any of that. I wish you wouldn't. I don't care about any of it. Uh, as long as you're not hurting someone, as, as, as honestly, I, I, I thought I'd be not do it, period. But if that's your funk, then that's your funk. But why is it Why is it that we can have, you know, the Omaha Police, uh, Omaha Scanner, and all these other establishments advocate for the left democratic structure, which is what it really is. That's what they're pushing. Why is it so easily for them to push all this other stuff? But as soon as, as, soon as you hear anything about guns, free speech, you say something that people don't like, you get triggered, you get banned. I've been banned six, Subliminal Message Studios has been banned six freaking times. Six times. And now, and, and, and you know, and, but but it's stuff like this. So the Omar Archdiocese, Omar, uh, the Omar Catholic Church says that, listen guys, we don't think that um, we're going to support men dressed as, uh, men playing make-believe and dressing up like women walking into our church. We just don't think that's a good thing to show our children. We want children to focus on education. We want them to focus on what's best for them, not their sexuality, not their race all the time, not worried about, oh my God, what race am I? No, no, no. Now, ARP, they can use funds. They can use funds. And it wasn't too long, uh, long ago, a South Omaha church, uh, I believe it was St. Mary's church, that made a statement. It was, um, heaven has heaven has strict immigration laws. Hell has open borders, ladies and gentlemen. And the LGBT community and the rest of the libtards all around South, uh, South Omaha lost their freaking minds. Now, St. Mary's church, I wish they wouldn't have, but they actually made a statement. They put it in Latin saying they're sorry. I, you know, why is why is it? And that and, and and from what I'm actually hearing about that situation, they were contacted by a few, you know, uh, political figures. You know what I'm saying? Saying that you know this is just 
doesn't show support for the community. Why is it that whenever gun owners come out for support uh, for the community, suddenly there's cops everywhere? Why is it when protesters come out in support of uh, grown men dressing like women and going reading drag queen story time like they did down on Dodge Street and they did in, uh, then they do here in Omaha almost every week, I believe, or every single time they show up, I should say. And out in Lincoln, Nebraska, it's a full-fledged thing. So why is it when freedom of speech, gun owners, why is it when speaking out, having a different frame of mind, why is all that shame? But whenever it comes to this, ladies and gentlemen, oh, oh, don't, oh, well, you know, ARP money, fun, uh, ARPA money funds should be made to build an LGBTQ plus community in Nebraska medicine and the fire department and, and you know, and, and all these other people, they're all going to get involved in the LGBTQ plus community, driving it to our fucking kids. That's number one. Oh, no, I'm not. Driving to our children that they need to focus on race and sexuality. And you know what? And, and you know what's worse than this, ladies and gentlemen? So this didn't happen all too long ago. And this did not happen all, all too long ago. So this was just, uh, this was, this just happened. So that word is not okay. Students stage protests at Bellevue West over the use of a racial slur. Bellevue West students walked out of a class Monday morning upset to see a teacher back at school. They say she used a racial slur in class last week. The district won't share the teacher's name or what she allegedly said, ladies and gentlemen. Oh yeah, it's what she allegedly said. Now, I'm going to say this right here, right now. I, I, I and I actually tagged up a, 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 a lot of senators in the Democratic Party in this video I'm about to show you right now. Now, since this has come out, all the left community, Jane Cleave here in Omaha, Nebraska, the major, you know, the major groomer of children, all of them have came out and said, see, this is what I'm talking about. This is so wrong. This is so horrible. Now, I have tagged them in this video that you are about to see, and I've asked them, so what do you think about this, ladies and gentlemen? Now, that boy, um, I understand that, you know what I mean? He's, uh, it's, it's, it's a, a boy situation. It's a, it's a girl hitting a boy situation. But the point is, is, people have this mindset of violence changes with the sexuality 
um, when it's occurring. And I've had to explain this quite a few times. Um, uh, I, I try to explain it my best on social media on a couple platforms. And I've, I always try to explain my uh, explain it my best on a, a podcast or if anyone I ever speak to about about this subject. What I need people to realize and what I need people to focus on, not focus, but just realize that violence, when it happens, it does not care about what gender you are. It does not care what race you are. Violence is violence. Not just that. I need you guys to focus on whether or not that violence was used for a good or a bad situation. Because violence does not care whether it's good or bad. Violence is just that, ladies and gentlemen. It is an unstoppable force until it is stopped by something greater than it. And oftentimes, you cannot talk to violence. It comes and it comes and it comes until something greater stops it. And I'd hope to God that it would be you. In the situation we're having right now, with even the democratic structure, the de- especially the Democrats in Omaha, they make me absolutely sick. You know, I saw a post with um, Senator Pansy Brooks, and she was posing <clears throat> with a Syrian refugee. And she was saying how we welcome you so much. But she has not said anything about this nine-year-old boy getting a concussion and getting beaten almost half, you know, getting beaten like that. Having his having have his morality just you know just switched up like that in schools, man. That that's that's more. Uh, he, she might as well just finish the job. Now, on the flip side, she has made it a point by talking about the the words that were supposedly said by a teacher in this uh, in this school, and arrest and a couple other senators have spoken about it too, saying how wrong it is and how they support them and stuff like that, ladies and gentlemen. But they have not said a word about this boy being beaten into a concussion, and it makes me absolutely sick. And this is how much they care. Like they only bring up situations to benefit, not just to benefit, but they want to drive the na- uh, drive the narrative that everything is about LG, you know, LGBTQ. Everything is about racism. Everything is about injustice for the woke, you know, for the woke left. You know what I mean? Because the Republicans are so horrible, but they're creating a nation and they're in the middle of creating a society right now, and it's been in the creation since 1972, for crying out loud, when the LGBT, well, it was technically speaking, it was the first LGBTQ community that spawned right here in Nebraska. Look that shit up. It was 1972, 1976. And now Christians are taking the brunt of it. And news, and, and get this, ladies and gentlemen, now KTV has made it a point, and mainstream media has made it a point to drive this all over Omaha, make sure the Omaha people get all hyped up about this supposed racist teacher. And they're saying, oh, we're not going to release his name. We're not going to release what he said, or she said, yet, yet. Now, watch that information be released by, you know what I mean, just, you know, Low and happenstance, ladies and gentlemen. But I want—I want to play this video for you guys right now. Let me get a side view of this. Let's see. What like the teacher was held accountable for her actions. Students at Bellevue West walked out of class Monday. 
hoping this will be a teachable moment for their district leaders. And then slowly, gradually, it started getting more and more louder because our questions weren't being answered. Questions about a teacher whose students say used the N-word at school. And they say she was back on campus Monday morning. Bellevue Public Schools confirms a, quote, racial slur was used in a classroom last week. By them bringing her back, it's telling other people that it's okay that you can say um, offensive words. The district declined an on-camera interview but says the school was placed on hold status with law enforcement present when students' hope became disruptive. The situation ended up escalating and we weren't expecting that. We weren't expecting it was supposed that. to be a peaceful sit down. Uh, the district says they, they expecting do not that, ladies and gentlemen. I just let me put this on pause. Okay, so this is <laughs> this is amazing. So they show they legitimately show these students getting all riled up and yelling at the top of their lungs. They <laughs> This is what they show, and then they and then and then they allow, and then they drive. This is how media works. That's what they show. Students at Bellevue West walk out of class Monday. That's what they show. Hoping awesome, this right? will be a teachable moment for their district leaders, and then slowly, gradually, it started getting and be a teachable moment for their district leaders. So that's what they. So that's what they say, and then. They ended with, oh, it was not supposed to be uh, uh, unruly. We and me got to get unpeaceful. But the Democratic structure, they're the ones that drive them to walk out. All over social media, they're like, oh, no, stage walkouts, stage walkouts. Did they? Did anyone say anything about what was said before the N-word got said? Well, um, come to think about it, I've been looking over posts, ladies and gentlemen, uh, on Facebook and social media. Now, what they're saying now, what some of those same students are saying now is cracker this, white people this, crack, you know, all the racial slurs that you would say towards white people, that is was said to that same teacher prior to that teacher using the N-word. And this is the psychological programming. Now, a lot of you, are, I'm sure a lot of the libtards are going to say, oh, no, that, that doesn't mean anything. You just don't say that word. Let me tell you something. How brainwashed are you? If you believe that you can say any racial slur you want except for the N-word, you are mentally incapable of learning, of, of, of understanding real racism, ladies and gentlemen. I don't know how else to say that because saying the N-word, believe me, that's not the most racist shit that you can say. I know that for a fact because something has been said to me that's genuinely, genuinely prejudiced. Now, real racism, I've, I, I, I've never really seen. I've never seen real racism. I've seen prejudice, I've seen prejudice a lot. Coming from the left uh, LGBTQ uh, community and the Black Lives Matter, that's a, that's a racist group you can think of. We have a Black Alliance group here in Omaha, Nebraska, that literally that literally boasts about how they're gonna kill cops, they're gonna get in a shootout with police, and you know, you know, like, I, I, you know, let's just all worry about Subliminal Message Studios every single day. Let's all make sure we worry about us, because apparently we're the most radical. I have no idea how that happened, I've seen some radical, radical shit go down here in Omaha, Nebraska, with Nebraska Medicine giving LaPron to little girls and boys. I've seen a lot of radical shit with the fire department being allowed to walk with the LGBTQ community and then at the same time turn around and get state funding. How is that allowed? How is ARPA allowed to get to build an LGBTQ plus community and then fill it in their own words with all the resources that's in Omaha. They're going to fill all those resources in, in, in that community. 
What a gun owners. Why, let me ask you guys this just real quick. And I'm, I'm going to ask you to cut the music and everything. This is an honest question. Why are men allowed to dress like women uh, teaching schools? We have one teacher that I called out specifically. And um, I, I hope you got, uh, if I ever, yeah. um, uh, and why is why is he allowed to dress up like a woman and go to school and play make-believe in front of the children and tell the children that he is a woman and talk to them about his sexuality with the children probably in school left and right because you know there's not a guard in there watching what uh, what he says all the time so god knows what he's teaching your child but why is that allowed why is that kind of make-believe why am I not allowed? Here, let me ask you guys this. I, I, what I'm trying to say is, why are men allowed to dress up like women and play make believe out in public and uh, teach it uh, and teach it in schools and go to school meetings and all this and that? Why is that allowed? But I can't play make believe and put on all my my um uh, my 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 paintball, my paintball, my airsoft stuff like that. You know what I mean? How come I can't put all my airsoft stuff and go up to my uh, daughter's school and and you know I'm just playing make believe? What's the big deal? Why do cops have to show up if I if I'm dressed up? You know what I mean? Like a SWAT member? I'm just playing make believe. Why can't I get dressed up like a cowboy? I love. I'm 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 literally a, I'm a big fan of the West, man. I, re I, I used to read a lot of books on, on the West, you know, adventure, adventure books, reality books. Um, I read a lot of books on, you know what I mean, on the on Billy the Kid, you know, just, you know, all the old Western, you know, tales, right? But um, why can I not dress up like a straight up cowboy? I mean, like, you know, I want my six shooters right here. I'm going to have my lever action right here. and I'm going to have my sawed off in the back. Why can't I, I do that and come up to school? I'm just playing make-believe. I think I'm a cowboy. I identify as a cowboy. Why can't I not do that? And this is an honest statement. I'm, I'm asking the Omaha Police Department as well. I'm asking Jane Cleve. I'm asking Senator Megan Hunt. I'm asking Tony Vargas. I'm asking the Nebraska Democratic Party. Why can't I not do that? But the LGBT community, oh, they can, they can have all of the grown men dress up like women and fondle your children all they want. It's, it's, it's. They're, they're trying to teach them. You know, they're just trying to educate them. That's all. That's all that is, ladies and gentlemen. It's a it's a big it's a big joke. I'm just saying. It's a big joke. It is a big freaking joke. And and you know what? And you know what? You know what the Omaha Police Department want help with? So the Omaha Police Department are looking for suspects in the shooting range burglary. That's right. Apparently, a group of uh, thieves that um, undoubtedly moved here from California, undoubtedly moved here from the left democratic structure states. They're coming over in Omaha, just like I told you. I told the Omaha Police Department they would. And now the chief of police made a statement saying that, well, you know, the crime isn't that bad. You know, we've had a lot more murders last year. You know what I mean? So, you know, this isn't that bad. You have no idea how bad it's going to get. You have no idea. You know, the, 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 the manager... This, like, listen to this. The manager, before I play this video, the manager of OFD, which is a new, basically, uh, Silicon Valley's uh, elite, uh, 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 um, Silicon Valley's security team to watch over Omaha, Nebraska, to silence people on social media, to prevent their uh, videos, their, uh, they'll bring their algorithms and push their videos all the way in the back. So if you're wondering why you're not blowing up on social media, it's not you. It's literally these types of institutions, these types of groups 
that are head up with a silicon uh, with silicon valley like the new google plant that we just built and the ceo of the new google plant says he's from nebraska but just came back from california and he looks like he's about to lgbtq touch children jeffrey epstein island all the way up but anywho so um the manager one of the top re uh, or should i say that the the person that runs the social media accounts at ofd right ladies and gentlemen she is l r i think it's a she she is lgbtq plus left democratic structure left 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 and she is warning omaha nebraska about misleading or false information ladies and gentlemen oh yeah you guys didn't hear about that? Yeah, here, let me get this up for you. Hours each week is Bellevue Police Community Relations Coordinator. They're spent on social media. So we use Facebook, Twitter, uh, Ring, Nextdoor, Instagram, TikTok. While police can only monitor what you share publicly on the Ring neighborhood app, for example, it does help them widen the net to solve crime. If a crime happened in a particular area, um, with cameras being everywhere now, with devices like Ring, Nest, so on and so forth, um, we can put out a request to a specific area and say, does anybody have um, footage of, we might be looking for a particular vehicle, a white Ford Explorer between two and four o'clock this morning um, on the street. OPD now has crime prevention specialists like Vanessa Urbach in each precinct. She encourages people to do more than just post what they see. I will get community feedback where somebody says, you know, every car in my neighborhood was vandalized or somebody stole something from it and then I pull the reports and I see one or two reports. One or two reports is not as alarming as 10 or 12. Online misinformation is among the biggest social media concerns for law enforcement. Dr. Gaylene Armstrong is director of one of the nation's top 10 schools of criminology. Apps like Nextdoor, that information isn't vetted, uh, meaning nobody really checks to see if it's accurate or not accurate. And I think we have all heard stories or even seen things posted that we come to find out that is simply not true. Uh, some of it is uh, unnecessarily gross fear in a community. Uh, some can be helpful. After several years of pandemic isolation, law enforcement we spoke to emphasized the importance of a return to socializing and not just online. I think people rely a lot more on social media than they should. Uh, it is a great tool, but nothing really beats that face-to-face -face of knowing your neighbors. One thing law enforcement does not want you to do is report a crime online. Social media sites are not monitored by them 24-7, but call centers are. Tweets and posts are no replacement for a call to 911. On your side in Omaha, Brett Weber, 6 News. And OPD is also urging the public Omaha, to think. Brett Weathers. So you see how that works out, ladies and gentlemen. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. It's blatantly false and just gross, misleading information. Tell me what's so gross and misleading about Drag Queen Storytime here in Nebraska, here in Lincoln, here in Omaha, Nebraska. Tell me what's so misleading and, 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 and gross. Well, actually, actually, don't tell me what's so gross because I already know what's so gross. You allowing grown men in hospitals to give children Lepron to castrate themselves the same drug that they give pedophiles. Tell me what's so misogynistic about me trying to stand up for this nine-year-old boy that was beaten into a concussion because you're not, the Democratic Party isn't saying anything about it. They're driving the kids over at the fucking high school. That's number two, I'm sorry, dude. That they're driving the kids over at the high school to do walkouts and stage, and stage protests and be all like, uh-uh, uh-uh. 
What's so gross and misogynistic about that? And you got to explain to me why in the hell no one is saying anything about that. You know, this is just yesterday. A four-month-old baby and an 18-month-old infant was found in the Arizona desert, left to dead by the by human traffickers. Does any what's so gross and misleading about that, huh? We have a sheriff that's running for a sheriff. He's Mexican. Does he give a shit about our open border? That is that counted? That's not counted. He doesn't care about any of that. He doesn't care. He hasn't said one statement about it. Much less he's probably not even focused about it because all he cares about is we want to make sure the ARPA gets the funding to build an LGBTQ plus community. It doesn't matter that the state has been funding these hospitals for buku long. They get federal funding. You know, who cares? The, you know, the Democratic Party can run around saying they're grassroots, but all their funding comes from overseas. All their funding comes from George Soros, Russia, and China. I have put it out there, I don't know how many times, on Twitter. Oh, but what, what's so gross and misleading about that? What Am I getting my sources not from Nebraska.gov? What's so gross and misleading about that? You know, this is the problem right here. This is just one of the many problems. We they, they say they say oh the Omaha Catholic Church is horrible, the racist, misogynistic. They should not be allowed to restrict LGBTQ communities into their uh, into their structure of policy. Oh, but at the same time, they should we should be allowed to use ARPA money, ARPA money, old people's money to build an LGBTQ plus community. We should have hospitals. We should have fire departments. We should have even a police precinct last year. We should have all these different state-funded establishments support that community. But as soon as something, as soon as the South Omaha Church puts up a sign, well, everybody loses their minds. You know, I, I mean, you know, I mean, something's, I don't know. Something, but something's got to give. So yeah, ladies and gentlemen, now uh, 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 the, the OFD is warning people about misinformation and oh my God, misogynistic misinformation, right? We got we to make sure we keep it misogynistic. We better make sure we keep that in there. Um, people will call us, you know, conspiracy theories and stuff like that. We don't want that. Now, at the same time, the Omaha Police Department, like I was stating earlier, wants your help in looking for the suspects in the shooting range burglary, ladies and gentlemen. And I, have, I have a video for you right here, guys. Let's play Gotta catch them all, gotta catch them all. Get all those guns. Of course, we ain't gonna register them. Nope, probably gonna bang, bang, shoot them up, and then have the left lip tired say, oh, let's see, this is why we need to stop guns. Ladies and gentlemen, this is why we need to stop guns right here because, you know, if we don't ban them from the legal citizens, they're gonna have gang members walk in there and freaking steal them all. And then that's going to be in term, you know, uh, that's going to drive the narrative that, oh my gosh, firearms and this, fire and that are horrible, and you know, blah, 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 and mucho, blah, blah, blah. Of course, what kind of a dumbass literally only takes one rifle? He got all, he got all those, he's got, he's got all those, look at all that. I want you, want you to look at it? I mean, just look at it. Look at it. He grabbed that one. You got, this is the one to grab. Look, it's already got a scope now. Is that, I don't know, maybe, I don't know, maybe that's good shit. But you got, you got, you got that one right there. You grab that one because you're a dick. You don't even know what the hell you're going for. Plus, you didn't even get any ammo. Ammo for, all that ammo, man, some of the ammos, you collect all that ammo, it's probably more expensive than 
Uh, not all of those rifles right there, I'm not gonna say that, but that's that's expensive. Ammo is very, very expensive, ladies and gentlemen. But, <clears throat> you know, now the Omaha Police Department, um, you know, they're looking for some, um, from for some misleading or you know or they're they're looking for some information from the public that they think is misleading and and not telling the truth and oh my god it's just often you know just a, a gross threat to the community you know what woman you're a gross threat to the community who in the fuck that's that's I can't do it anymore who in the heck do you think you are by who in the hell do you think you are by saying what's not to be said and what is to be said. And if you think you're independent, no, no, I've looked at some of your Facebook profiles over on the OFD. Yeah, LGBT community, I support it, and they got, oh, the democratic structure is trying to fight, they're the real grassroots party. I have looked at your Facebook freaking profiles, guys. You're not independent, you don't, you're, you know, how is that, you know, you wanna, how is that, how in the hell is that even right? How is the OFD supporting the LGBT programs and stuff like that? And they, they're, they're all are constantly, constantly, almost constantly. I'm, I'll, I'll be more clear. Almost constantly talking about how LG, the LGBT community needs to be more supported in the community. And having a plus community center will bring the community more out. How are you bipartisan? How is that okay? But... The Omaha Catholic Church, you know, just doesn't think, you know, uh, people that reject their gender, you know, people that reject who they are, you know what I'm saying? They, we just don't think they're going to be a good fit for our schools because, you know, we kind of believe in God, and freedom, you know, and guns. Oh, my God, you know, that's, that's just crazy right there. I know that really, really tickled some of your souls, but I want you to hear me out. I want you to hear me out. If... The federal government or the states are so much of a threat to women's rights. If they are so radical and they're so just Republican, they're just, they're so dangerous. Uh, what do you plan to fight them with? What do you plan to fight them with? You, you're banning guns. So what do you plan to fight them with? Are you going to fight them with, are you gonna, are you going to fight a tank with, with your Roaring tiger voice, Senator Megan. Is that what you're gonna do? What about you, Tony Vargas? Are you gonna are you gonna fight soldiers with your with your uh, socialist attitude? With you walking up and like, you know, I could probably suck your dick if you want to. If you just give me a, if you just vote for me. What? What? I mean, honestly, at this point, I, I'm tired of it, dude. I, I'm, I'm tired of it. Like, you know, like if if the state and the feds are so dangerous and they're so, you know, if the Supreme Court justice is so dangerous then what makes you think giving up your guns is going to help your situation out? I don't know. I don't know. Just It's just something to think about. You know what I mean? It's honestly, genuinely something to think about. But anywho, ladies and gentlemen, I, I want to get... I, I'm going to try to move on to some more news, guys. I'm going to try to get on uh, to off, uh, off subject. Now, um, I also want to touch base on the Nebraska man. The Nebraska um, security man that... Uh, that conducted an active shooter drill and some of the employees had no idea. Now, here's the kicker before I even get into this, um, get into this uh, article. This man did send out a memo to the Omaha Police Department. He put it on social media. He alerted, he alerted the, the folks that he thought he, uh, the company had to, right? 
and they did not heed his warning. They didn't. They didn't. You know, I guess I, whatever something happened, they didn't see it, or they just blatantly ignored it. Which more than likely, that's exactly what happened. They just blatantly ignored it. But now, this man is being held up on charges: five counts of making terroristic threats and one weapons count. <clears throat> you have to be all the way kidding me. All the way kidding me. If this man's charges aren't dropped, this has everything to do with the psychological preference of the Omaha Police Department saying that no, only we're able to respond and to teach people these type of uh, uh, these type of tactical operations. Only we have the authority to train citizens on what they need to know about guns. But if it comes from a security team, oh, you're gonna get five counts. That is exactly what I'm talking about. So why is it that when a security team can't just runs a conducting active shooter drill? Now, I, I get that some of the employees did not know what was going on. I wonder how many of these employees were left libtards that made that knew what was going on and they just lied about it. I wonder how many of these employees just lied about it because it's not stating how many employees. What was it? One, two, three, four. Three, three employees out of the whole place didn't know that the active shooter drill was going on. And even if they did know, they would still act the same, ladies and gentlemen, because it's not coming from the state and that's the psychological programming. That is exactly what I'm talking about. Why in the hell are we allowing hospitals to pull this kind of stuff with the with pushing the LGBTQ nonsense here in the city of Omaha? But oh my God, a security team put out a memo, sent a memo, put it on social media, but everything was ignored, and now the man is facing six counts for teaching something that today is something that civilians and children should know about. It shouldn't always come from the police, because let's face facts, the police are not ever there. Now, I'm a major supporter of the police, but I'm not going to stand by while this bullshit happens. That's not coming against me again, is it? Not, I'm not, I'm not going to stand by while this psychological programming is going to effect. So if you are, if you're a young youth and you're wondering why in the hell they would charge that man, that's exactly why they charge him. And they want, want, they want to make an example. And of course, here, let me read this article. A man hired last spring to carry out what appeared to be an active shooting, a shooting at an Omaha charity, complete with actors smeared with fake blood, has been criminally charged with terroristic uh, terrorism counts. John Channels of Omaha was arrested and charged Tuesday with five counts of making terroristic threats and one weapons count. The Omaha, uh, the Omaha World Herald first responded to this arrest. Now, um, the incident happened on May 19th when Channels 27 showed up at Omaha Catholic uh, Charities firing blanks from a semi-automatic handgun and staging victims who appeared to have been wounded or killed, police said. The charity, uh, the charity hired him to test its workers' preparedness for such an attack. The incident caused panic among the charity's employees because they had not been informed it was a drill. Police said the charity paid channels 2500 to carry out the mock shooting and went along with the request not to inform employees beforehand. One employee told the world of all world era that in her panic at hearing the gunfire, she fled the building and left from a retaining wall intending to land and head and attempt for several feet below. But she missed and landed on the ground where she curled up in pain before she ran summer blocks to a restaurant. Yeah, ladies and gentlemen, so this, and, th and this is how, this is how, I can't even go on with this freaking article because it's so, it's, it's ridiculous. 
it is honestly ridiculous. So I'm not saying that, yeah, sure, this man, uh, uh, John Channel, should not have been more informative with the police. But should he get charged with the, with 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 um, uh, uh, with five counts? I believe it was is five counts. Yeah, five counts of a criminal charge of ter- uh, terrorism counts of. Five counts of making terrorist threats and one uh, weapons count. Should he be charged with this? Um, well, let's do a quick history on um, a different police departments that have done the same thing. They have been hired outside and they have operated independently. Let's do a little quick history check. On how many police departments have done that within the last four years? Well, we have, well, Florida, Virginia, Texas, Nebraska, Wisconsin, Tennessee, and Arkansas have all ran shooting drills, active shooting drills with actual, with with police involved, by the way, without informing the public and without informing the people that were working at that time. Yeah. You know, yeah. So this man, uh, and, I, and I, I'm going to make this clear. Listen, like I said, I'm not saying that um, you know maybe that he should have not been more informal with the police to make sure that hey, this is going down three days from now, and then you know two days from now. You know what I mean? One day from now. Hey guys, I you know, fight you know, if, if if you're going to do the shooting drill at let's say 10 o'clock, okay, you need to be up at 5:30. Not getting everything ready for everything. No, no, you need to be up at 5.30 making sure you're at the police department. I mean, hey guys, this is what I'm doing, guys. I want to make sure that you guys are aware of this. Um, and I also don't think that should really, 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 really be needed. I think the police department all around America need to be more eloquent about that and be more focused. And, and take that shit seriously. If someone is telling you, hey, this is going on, and then I just wait until the day of, or not wait until they suck at your nipple on every little thing that, oh, well, anything involving a gun, we have a problem with. No, no, no. That is bullcrap. You know, you know what? The guns are not the problem. You know what the problem is? You know why police departments, you know why police members have a target on their back more and more every single day? And nowadays, it's an actual target, by the way. You know why? Because of what they're being taught in schools. You don't think training a kid to focus on his race and not education is going to affect his mindset all throughout him growing up? You don't think people like Tony Vargas that voted to keep Joe juveniles in prison and keep them, if they get into trouble, like for truancy, well, then they go to they go to juvenile indoctrination and then they go to then and then when they graduate from high school, guess where they go? They go off to prison. You don't think that has more of an effect than teaching and educating people about firearms and allowing and, and working with private civilians to ed- and working with private civilians to help educate other people about guns so they can you so you can bring firearms back into a good light of America instead of always being oh well we need to focus on abortion and uh uh uh, Black Lives Matter and uh, uh, I vote get to keep the border open. You don't think any of this stuff is mattering? You don't think California having water rationings right now? About eight states have deep, hard water rationings right now. You don't think any of these people are going to come to Omaha and start bringing their gangs in? You have any idea the type of gangs that have just moved in within the last year in Omaha, Nebraska, particularly this city, by the way? 
You guys are throwing up your hands and just saying, well, there's nothing we can do, but we know what we're gonna do is focus on anyone with guns. We're gonna make sure that no one carries firearms at this point. It's It's gotta stop. It's, it's, it's got to stop. And now, like I said, guys, that's what it comes down to. This this man is being charged five uh, five counts with uh, terroristic threats and one count of a weapon and one weapons count. Now, uh, one of uh, uh, let me get uh, let me get back into this. Uh, now, Omaha Cafe Charity, the executive director, Dingy Bartel, said in a statement Wednesday afternoon that the organization hired channels based upon recommendations for, from respected sources. And he clearly misrepresented himself, misrepresented himself and his qualifications. So there it is. Now the church is just throwing up their hands and they're saying, well, we're the ones that told him to not inform the employees. We're the ones that told him to and hired him. But now, oh, well, clearly he misrepresented himself and his qualifications. He did exactly what the church said. And then they're admitting it right here. But now that he's getting charged, he's getting charged with five counts, ladies and gentlemen. I don't, I don't. Now, Chandler was arrested and jailed Tuesday, did not have an attorney representing him on the terror charges as of Wednesday. At the time of his arrest, he was already out on bond for charges in a separate case, according him, uh, according, accusing him of sexually assaulting a minor. According to police in the uh, arrest affidavit, Chandler told those in Catholic charities who hired him that he had con uh, conducted other active shooting drills and that law enforcement officers would be present during the drill. But police say not only were officers not present for the drill, police were not even told of it ahead of the time, leading officers to respond to panic employee calls with guns drawn. Douglas County Prosecutor Don Clean said the mock drill could have had dire consequences, such as panic employees suffering a heart attack or channel himself being shot by someone else or an officer. And you know what? That's exactly why I said, yeah. Um, so uh, he should have made sure he, you know, he informed he informed the guys. Somebody could, somebody could, somebody could have gotten killed when you told them about Just think of the potential things that could have happened with this. It's frightful. Well, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, first of all, um, he did inform the Omaha Police Department. He sent, he sent a memo, and this is, this is a uh, fact. He sent memos. He informed, uh, he informed the uh, church that it would be happening on this time on this day. The church told him to not inform any of the employees because we're not going to. We want to test the preparedness of their employees. Now I understand, and I understand, um, of, you know the the, the the scenarios that he could have got himself on. I understand that he definitely should have gotten the Omaha Police Department more involved. I'm not saying that. I'm not saying anything to do with that. And with his other charge with the sexual assault of a minor, this is the sh off the jail you go. Off the jail you go. 100. percent Off the jail you go. But what I am saying is the type, it's it's the principle and it's the subliminal messaging that you're giving to the rest of the state. No one else, you know, or to the rest of the civilians of Omaha, Nebraska, no one else should be able to teach and, and construct and teach these tactical kind of, um, uh, not tactical, not even tactical, uh, teach these real world scenarios other than the state. That's the subliminal messaging that you're giving to the rest of Omaha. Now, I'm not saying that this man should have done a better job about informing. I, I'm going to, and I, I've made it a point about saying that like 50 times at all, but I do need, I, I do want people to see this from a different light. There's always two sides to the sword, especially in a discussion. I'm just on the other side of the, uh, other side of the sword, 
realizing that the indoctrination, this just drives indoctrination. This drives the Stockholm Syndrome to the civilians that much more. Now, am I saying that um, uh, he should not be charged with that sexual assault on the minor? Look at my eyes. Throw that mother effort in jail. Am I saying that his charges should be dropped? Yeah, drop it. Drop it. If you need help, if, and if you're not going to drop them, where, where are the charges with the church? Why are you not charging the church? They're the ones that hired him. They're the ones that told him. This is Omaha World Error for crying out loud. I can get another one. Here's Huffington Post. Right. I know. I know. I know. Oh, Omaha World World Herald. But okay. Huffington Post. And here's another one from Yahoo. What does it say? Scroll down. Uh-huh. Yep. Still saying the same thing. Yep. The, yeah, the, the church told him to not inform all the employees at the church. But he's being charged. Uh, I mean, hell, guys, we're in trouble. I mean, we really, really are. Now, ladies and gentlemen, um, I want to get to one more thing before this hour ends because this is this is honestly the coolest thing. I saw this, and it made me think of uh, Atlantic-grown pumpkins that uh, s- some farmers say they pack on sometimes up to 50 pounds a day. Some of these pumpkins, uh, the Atlantic-grown pumpkins, uh, they grow up to 50 pounds a day. Uh, some farmers, at least, uh, have been quoted by saying that. Now, I've, I've never seen a, a huge pumpkin, but I, I, I now I definitely see one on my screen. I wish I would have known about this a lot earlier, man. It would have been cool, and it would have been a hell of a sight to see this man go down the river. But what am I talking about? So Nebraska man pedals 38 miles and hollowed out pumpkin to grew himself. Setting world record. Some world record stuff, ladies and gentlemen. That's right. Daniel, uh, got Dana Hansen pedaled 38 miles down the Missouri River in an 846 pound pumpkin called Berta. He said, I probably won't try this again. He said, after a Nebraska man set a new world record after he paddled 38 miles down the Missouri River in a hollowed out pumpkin he grew himself. Down a day, a Dana Hansen was sacked through Nebraska set sail in his 846-pound pumpkin, which he named Birder at around 7.30 a.m. From Bellevue on Saturday, according to a Facebook post in the city, he completed his uh, journey 11 hours later at 6.30 p.m. in Nebraska City. I went 38 miles down the river without standing up in that pumpkin, and my knees still hurt, said in a video posted by Reuters. He said, I probably won't try this again. Now, uh, uh, this is another one of Kobe. He said, I thought I'd just paddle harder and warm up. I wasn't thinking about quitting. He said, I went another four to five miles and it rained again. Burger is only about eight inches about the water line. I've never paid so much attention for so long in my entire life. It's tough. Man, you know what? That's that's honestly cool. So, now, um, he traveled about 25.5 miles to Grand Forks in North Dakota. Um, the previous world record, I'm, I'm sorry, the previous world record was the longest journey by Pumpkin Boat was set in 2016 by Rick Swanson, who traveled at 25.5 miles. But Hansen kept paddling for over five more hours after breaking Swanson's record and said that after he would be, uh, he would be surprised if anyone ever best his attempts. And you know what? I Like I said, guys, it, this scene has just made me think of, of all the old trees that, um, that we're now realizing that are pasteurized and they're turned into iron almost. 
Uh, I'm going to put it on screen of what I'm talking about. Old pasteurized trees, you know, and um, when I first came across this, uh, and I, honestly, this is the first time I'm uh, reading this article with this um, uh, the, uh, with this man that set the new world record in an 846-pound pumpkin. I mean, you know, and like I said, it made me think of a North Atlantic uh, pumpkin that grow up to that that grow up to 50 pounds uh, each day which is just it's, it's an anomaly uh within itself and then i started thinking about what you're seeing on your screen in these uh old old pet uh, pasteurized trees that have grown that are that are mountains and we've considered them to be mountains and now uh, you know and now scientists actual scientists are digging into some of these mountains and finding out that there's actual bark and this bark is from millions and millions and millions and millions of years ago and this bark actually had organic life on it meaning that these trees were allowed uh, were around when organic life was around as well. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the bacterial organic life. No, I mean like organic life that is walking, that is producing, that is thriving. I mean, just look at that beautiful sight, ladies and gentlemen. Of course, you'd have people argue all over California. They're uh, Even here in Nebraska, we have these libtards talking about how we need to save the groundhog population driving the 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 bull crap narrative that groundhogs uh, their populations have been driven down 95 percent it's total malfeasance um total uh, feces there has been around uh, there it's happened uh, now that to get into that just real quick the groundhogs their population has went down about 70 some statistics show the statistics that the people, the scientists that have actually went into the field and studied this stuff for a few years, they said their population has drastically went down somewhere around 78 to 72%. But that has happened almost over four times within the last uh, couple hundred years. Their population has completely, completely went down. And then it's well, because of, of groundhogs, they, they mess around like jackrabbits. They produce. They have sex a lot. They believe in population. So no matter how, you know, um, how, how much the farmers and the ranchers, because they are deep, they are deep, they are very, very big threats to farmers and ranchers. Not just the farmers and ranchers, but their livestock. You know what I mean? It's, the, it's, it's more or less their livestock that they um, are deeply, deeply um, harmed by. But no matter how many you know those you know uh, how many of those prairie dogs we off, those things keep on messing around like jackrabbits, and they reproduce. But the democratic notion is to say that oh well, farmers need to learn to get along with prairie dogs. They have never set farm. They've never set foot on a farm themselves. And even if they have, they're talking to a farmer that doesn't even go out there himself. He just lives there out on the farm, and he gets at, mad at all of his neighbors that blow off fireworks and shoot guns and you know have big parties with big families and they grill out. And oh man, that's just so horrible. So some of these libtards, some of these libtard farmers, some of these Democratic farmers that are in Iowa, that are in Nebraska, there's a lot of them. They'll sell their they'll sell their land out to Bill Gates like that, and then all that land 
will be untouched. It will start growing. Wood will start drying, and then heat comes up, and then fire's happening, and then guess what Nebraska looks like? It looks like California, burnt to complete crisp. Do you like your steak medium rare or well done? Turn on the game, ladies and gentlemen. It's not a game. Let's go to a quick break real quick, and then we're going to come back with some more news, guys. Like I said, we have a lot of stuff to get to as well. I want to get to this um, to this, to this grown freaking man that plays that plays basketball with women. I mean, he's talking about a I know he's not a grown, I'm sorry, not a grown man, but a young man that plays basketball with young ladies and just beats the crap out of them, too. Beats him at the game. And the girls love it, by the way. I have that video for you. I have a lot more stuff. I want to get into the Dutch uh, Special Forces officers that were just gunned down at 3.01 a.m. Just out of nowhere. They came here to train. You know what I mean? They just got killed for no reason. This is also happening right around the time where the uh, uh, Russian talk show host, his daughter gets blown into a, uh, blown into bits in a car explosion. USA takes credit for it. And then another assassination, uh, another assassination going on in Russia. Now, we as Americans are so retarded that we think we're just going to keep on being able to live the way we're living right now. Keep on thinking about abortion. And, you know, it's just all about race and abortion, guys. That's all that really matters right now. So the Democratic Party, race and abortion. Every single tweet that they put out on social media, race and abortion. Race and abortion. Oh, if it's not about race and abortion, then it's about their new, uh, their new college student forgiveness loan. It's not a college student forgiveness loan. If you're a college student and you're listening to this podcast, listen to the words I'm saying to you. They are trying to buy you off for a vote. They're trying to buy you off for a vote. If you think spending trillions and trillions of dollars is not going to do anything to that grant, even if it doesn't pay it off, or let's say it does pay off that loan that you have, do you have any idea what your dollar is going to go, how far your dollar is going to go after it's all said and done? Because you're going to wish they'd stop spending money. So let's go to a quick break, ladies and gentlemen, we're right back. Що ми хороші, як нам кажуть, нам допомагає Захід, бо вони хочуть нам блага, тому що ми виконуємо задачі Заходу. Тому що ми єдині, хто готові їх виконувати, бо нам весело, нам прикольно вбивати і прикольно воювати. І вони думають, вау, давайте вже ну, подивимося, що це буде. Тому виник цей новий альянс, про який зараз говорить там Туреччина, Польща, Британія, Україна. Тому ми тут флагман, тому що ми затіємо війну, якої не було вже останніх 60 років. Так от, дивіться, скільки в нас зброї, скільки в нас ветеранів. Ну, ідеї. Націоналісти, якби були там ключовим фактором. 
Майдані. Зараз уже почали літаки, там фонди проляти і так далі перераховувати. Ну, націоналістів там було, там, да, вони були впливові. Та які впливові? Не було націоналістів, себе це от. Welcome back to Subliminal Message Studios, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you very, very much for joining me. Please um, support uh, Subliminal Message Studios on Spotify, become a listener supporter, uh, hit up the PayPal, send a few bucks their way if you can, bring Subliminal Message Studios up to where it should be here in Omaha, Nebraska, so we can be a standing beacon of truth. Not to persuade anyone uh, on the right side or on the left side, but to be a beacon of truth for humanity and give humanity a fighting chance once again, ladies and gentlemen. Now, getting back into some news. So a Dutch commando who traveled to the U.S. for urban combat training has been killed outside of an Indianapolis hotel. One of the commandos was off duty at the time of the incident, died on Sunday night, Dutch, uh, Dutch Defense Ministry said. The other two uh, men are unconscious and unable to speak. Now, a Dutch commando who was training in the U.S. has died after he was shot outside a hotel in Indianapolis. In the statement, the Defense Ministry said the soldier died Sunday night at a local hospital after the shooting earlier Saturday morning left him in critical condition. No, uh, no more details available, but we think we already know what's going on. This is a purge that's happening to make sure that they can stifle all the sin. Anybody that thinks about speaking out of what's really, really going on with Russia and China, now they have set up their own um, digital blockade, which the WEF, or not the WDF, but the IMF has made a statement to prior So almost going back almost what about four six months ago that they said that we are going to get switched to a digital currency we're getting rid of the american dollar do we have any idea what that's really really going to do to america and if we did our senators whether democratic or republican they would be talking about it and they would be addressing this situation right now because the imf bank switching and telling the world that we are getting rid of the american dollar and then seeing russia and china go to a blockchain which just so happens to be the same type of blockchain process that's uh, being that's going to be established in the World Bank, ladies and gentlemen. But the uh, so this is a purge. This is them getting rid of anybody that's in higher up uh, higher up a military order that has a spoken voice, and they're making sure that they kill them and get rid of them. So Dutch commandos are getting uh, getting off here in the United States. Two um, two. One, uh, I'll say, one uh, talk show, uh, talk show political theorist, uh, Al- Alex- Alexander Duckin, was uh, his daughter was instantly killed in a car bombing. Now come over to in Washington D.C. Uh, Dan Raporo, uh, Dan Raporo, Dan Rapoport has jumped to his death from a high-rise apartment building in an upscale neighborhood of the capital of Washington D.C jump to his death ladies and gentlemen you remember car swab saying this i don't know how it will play out in uh, november but what we know is that we will end up with many more unemployed and uh, particularly also people in the gray economy which are not counted for uh, who lose their jobs so we will see definitely a lot of anger um, already now but probably increased by the end of the year uh, because this crisis will be with us until we really have found a remedy 
So um, we have to prepare for a more angry world. And uh, how to prepare? Uh, it means to take the necessary action to create a fairer world. Um, to see that uh, we provide everybody with uh, decent access to the health system, um, that we make sure that those people uh, who are really left behind, uh, and I'm not speaking only on national levels, I'm speaking also internationally. If I see now uh, the tragedy in some of the emerging countries like South Africa, like some countries in East Asia, I think it's all, uh, I, I don't have too many remedies. The, the remedies have to be discussed through dialogue by the stakeholders of our global system. But um, I just see the need for such a dialogue and I see the need for action. I see the need for a great reset. To what extent would a reset be? To a great reset, you know what I mean? Uh, so you, we can, like, you remember Carl Schwab saying that? and saying how he has no idea how it's going to play out, but we know how it's playing out right now. Is it any coincidence that China and Russia are setting up a, um, a global blockchain or a digital form of currency together as one government? That's a fact. Um, the one person that was going in South, uh, South Korea and North Korea, going back together again, or um, uh, forming one nation again, Shinzo, uh, Shinzo Abe was killed, was gunned down, by a homemade CIA weapon, a CIA assassin. Now you come over here to what's going on in Russia, where uh, ultra-nationalist, a political theorist, Alexander Durkin, I hope, Duggan, I'm sorry if I'm getting, destroying your name, his daughter was just killed in a car bombing with him clutching his daughter's hand. And then you come over, and, and then again here in the United States, where uh, a political activist uh, that was very, very much against Russia, Vladimir Putin spoke spoke out against him quite a bit, jumped to his death in a high-rise apartment building in an upscale neighborhood of the capital of Washington, D.C. Just jumped to his building. This is also as Biden creates the CHIP, the chip Shortage Act, which does nothing but, convince, but, but restrict us from gaining simple things, simple things to fix our cars, fix the machines that we operate. Now, if your computer breaks, you're no longer going to really take it to Best Buy. And this stuff is all happening. You know, Biden signed in the, the ideology is what I'm going to try to say is people are so brainwashed that they think just because, oh, well, President Biden signed the new Chip Reduction Act into effect. That means we're going to start creating chips in America. So, oh, there you go. Well, first of all, if we have already had these um, these manufacturer uh, manufacturer companies to make our own chips here in America. If we have already had these plants set up to make our own chips, then why were we doing it in the first place? And let's say they're not set up. Let's say they haven't been built yet. These uh, structures that are going to build our own chips here in America. Let's say they haven't built been built up. They have. But let's, let's just say they still haven't been built. Theoretically, of course. Well, how long does that take? Well, it takes a very, very long time for us to build the structure. And then we have to get material for the structure. Well, then we have to think about where we're going to get the material to create these kind of things. Well, fracking is out of, out of, out of policy. We can't drill for oil anymore. 
all of the all of our major major uh, companies that drill for uranium to for batteries and stuff like that they're all overseas in peru and in, in africa and they're killing these slave workers through water warfare and enslaving them it's most most the population, I believe the child population death rate um, in, in Peru right now is 92.7% right now. Fact, we actually covered that yesterday. 92.7%. Children are dying at a rate faster than I could freaking blink my eyes in Peru and in Yemen right now. I think in Yemen it's even worse. But we are being told, but we're, we're being told this, the sh shenanigans of believing that, oh yeah, so... Oh well, you know we have no idea. Uh, we have no idea um, how this war is escalating. We have no idea where this water shortage is is coming. We have no idea why it's coming. We have no idea why food is so expensive. The Democratic Party has no idea why crime is going throughout the roof. While food plants get burned to the ground here in Nebraska, here in Nebraska, we already have the fire starting to kick up. But it's not just that. There's been multiple. There's been two fire plants or two food processing plants that have been burned down. A chemical plant right here in Omaha, Nebraska, that mysteriously just got burned down. It's all getting out of hand. And all I can think about is what this man said. I'm going to go back to this clip because it is important. Listen to this. Listen to the rest of this. After Carl Schwab says this months and months ago, telling the world to get ready for an angrier world and saying how more are going to be employed. America is going to suffer more. You know, if we don't get it through our head that this way of spending through our economy is not only unsustainable, but it's being done by design. Like the 16 million gallons of water that just got released out of nowhere in uh, one of our dams here in Nebraska. Authorities are so baffled about it. We have no idea who or why they would do that. Well, have you looked into water warfare? Have you educated yourself on, way, on the way real warfare works? Because a lot of it is psychological. And if it's psychological. If you can pay off the media to spin these types of uh, these types of scenarios in only one way oh, it mysteriously vanished just like they just like the Tyson factory mysteriously went up in flames and the mainstream media reported on it oh well there's a fire in Tyson and Tyson the Tyson factory we have no idea how it happened but they never even looked into what may have caused it they just went with whatever they were told right it's 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 ridiculous let's go back to this question economic level. Um, one of the things we address very much in the book and we are concerned is the increased debt level. We, we spend about 10 trillion worldwide to deal with the short-term negative effects of the uh, pandemics. Um, but we should be aware uh, we are just increasing our debt situation and we were already very much debt loaded before we went into the crisis. So how to get at the end out of this debt situation is still a big question mark. Second, uh, we know that there's quite some impact on different industries. Uh, we know um, that uh, certainly the health industry, the digital industry uh, will go out of this crisis strengthened. But we know that many um, industries which rely particularly on physical interaction uh, will have difficulties to survive. 
Um, finally, I, I uh, just uh, uh, would uh, add, I, I think um, um, this is an opportunity again uh, to, to, to find solutions uh, which are beneficial for the next generation. So why not to tie government aid to the green economy which we have to create? Uh, why not to make sure that we revolutionize, uh, digitalize particularly our uh, educational system? So we are here when we talk about the Great Reset uh, to talk also about innovation. How can we do things differently from what we used to do? And if we speak about differently, it means also how can we do it to make sure that a majority of people are benefiting from it and not just a minority. We started out the Davos this year talking about the environment, Greta Thunberg versus Donald Trump, but certainly a lot of headlines crossing from the mountain. But last time around in the crisis, we saw people didn't care so much about the environment when we were talking about large-scale job losses. This time seems different. Are you surprised about how strong the sustainability theme has been right through the pandemic? No, um, I would see even a chance to to um, uh, to accelerate, uh, let's say, our uh, transition into a green economy, because um, people probably recognize that we have to become more resilient. We have now the experience of one crisis, the environmental crisis, the climate crisis could be a much bigger one. So. Um, I see more awareness, but on the other hand, we have the big issue of um, unemployment, of uh, low levels of employment, and I think we shouldn't see the two as contradictory objectives. Yeah, yeah. Well, you see, you see where it really, really goes. So we see the need for a great reset, and we're ready for an angrier world because we're the ones that are creating an angrier world. We're the ones that are creating the water shortages. We're the ones that are poisoning the waters while we have BlackRock and Bill and Melinda Gates monopolize hydro panels that create water out of thin air. And they're in the middle of trying to monopolize any other company out of that, uh, out of that market. Right now, while they're poisoning the water, these same companies that are in the middle of handing the Chinese are a housing market system. These same people are poisoning the waters and then they're monopolizing hydro panels to create water. So then the only way you can get water is from these type of people. And ladies and gentlemen, it gets even further than that. They're driving this cow's fart. Don't eat meat, ladies and gentlemen. I saw this, um, and I actually think that I'm, uh, I'm 100% sure I have it on my Twitter feed. So uh, this this just uh, so this is one of my uh, one of my very great heroes that I I just so happen to come across here. Let me put it on screen real quick. So I don't know if you guys have seen this, but let me nothing. You're gonna die on your own without fucking frustration. You're disgusting. What do you think you are? You're just a coward. You're a fucking coward. You're just trying to do shit. You're embarrassing me. What am I gonna do? Nothing. You're gonna die on your own without fucking frustration. You're embarrassing me. You're good. 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 You're good.
I honestly can't. I, I, I'm not. I, I think he's a freaking hero. You know what I mean? But I'm um, so uh, in front of a uh, Nikon, uh, New York City, where animal rights activists were rallying in front of a man. In, fr in front, a man comes off the streets to start mocking the activists and eats a shish kebab in front of the activists. Activists start yelling at the man. And uh, that's that's what you can see. You know what I'm saying? There's a... <laughs> I just can't believe he did that. That is that is hilarious. That is funny, uh, funny as hell. But well, you know what's not funny, ladies and gentlemen? Because these are the type of narratives that they're driving to the public. You see, they're telling the public that there's such a thing as overpopulation. They're not telling the children. They're telling the public they need to transition over to this new green environment, ladies and gentlemen. They're telling the public that you need to not have children. They're not teaching this stuff to their kids. You gotta understand that. And, and, and you know what? The sheep are running with it, ladies and gentlemen. Hell, this just happened uh, um, uh, just yesterday. So um, a vegan mother jailed for life after toddler with malnutrition died. A vegan woman convicted of murder and the malnutrition death of her young son was sentenced to Monday in life prison. Sheila O'Leary, 38, whose family followed a strict vegan diet, was convicted in June on six charges, first-degree murder, aggravated, aggravated child abuse, aggravated manslaughter, child abuse, and two counts of child neglect in the death of Israel O'Leary. Judge Bruce Cowell delivered the sentence on Monday. O'Leary's sentence in Lee County, Florida had previously been postponed four times. Her husband, Ryan Patrick O'Leary, remains in jail while awaiting trial on the same charges. Investigators said the couple told them the family ate only raw fruits and vegetables. Although the toddler also was fed breast milk, that's not going to do it. The 18-month-old boy weighed 17 pounds, uh, 17 pounds and was the size of a 7-month-old -month baby. He weighed 17, and that boy was 18 months old. He weighed 17 pounds and was the size of a seventh-month-old baby. When he died in September 2019, a police report said the Cape Corral couple had two other children, ages three and five, who were also mal uh, who were also malnutrition. Investigators said a fourth child had been returned to her biological father during an earlier malnutrition case in Virginia. Cal also ordered O'Leary to have no contact with her surviving children. The judge did not comment on the sins in court. Orrin O'Leary stood silently in a red jumpsuit next to attorney Lee Hollander in a brief interview after, after the sentencing. Hollander said he was not surprised of the outcome. It was what we were expecting, he said. He said he intends to appeal the sins and seeks a new trial. Yep, he's going to seek a new trial, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what? The the I'm I'm gonna make sure you know you guys can see the look on this woman's face. It's disgusting. No remorse. She doesn't give a crap. In her mind, she thinks she does has done nothing, absolutely nothing wrong. In her mind, she thinks she has done nothing wrong. She was literally killing and starving her children. I wonder how many times those children were crying their eyes out in the middle of the night and she went over there and started yelling at them and said, no, you don't need anything nutritious, anything that's going to help you grow. No, you're gonna get breastfed milk. And clearly you can see this woman has no tits, so not much milk is coming out, obviously. This woman starved her children in the name of this new age science, ladies and gentlemen, and I don't want to hear nothing else about it. This woman starved her name in the name of depopulation set in stone by the Georgia Guidestones that came up from the Illuminati so long ago. Okay, this vegan trailer trash, 
was killing her other children and her uh, and her young month old son was 18 uh, uh, 18 months old and weighed and weighed and looked like a seventh month old baby this is and you know what and I guarantee and you know what none of Nebraska Democrats will talk about this they won't even bring it up right they won't even mention it because after all they support the don't eat meat don't eat cows eating meat is dangerous oh my god cows are farting we have to kill the cow and cows off we have to start making people eat maggots and bug larva because the slaves are not good enough to eat regular meat that is exactly what they're trying to drive to you and now and and now look at this a mom is was starving and you know what she should get all those charges ladies and gentlemen but you know what the sickest thing about this is she has a GoFundMe page and get this she is getting and she's getting money put into it the LGBT community are actually supporting it out of this freaking world ladies and gentlemen out of this world just like they supported the shooter that went into the moms uh, that went into the house of a mother and a four-year-old and killed one and killed and, and killed one of them or, uh, or something like that I can't remember the specific details but because of the mom stood up for herself that man had thousands and thousands of dollars put in his GoFundMe page when he was the one that went in there and beat the shit out of a child and a woman. The LGBTQ group, oh, they supported him. The Black Lives Matters groups, they supported him. The Democratic groups, they supported him. And now, and now they're doing the same. Oh, well, because she's a vegan mother, she's getting persecuted? You know what? I don't, it's, it has nothing to do with a vegan mother. No, no, no. She was killing her children. And one of her children died. And she's already lost one, ladies and gentlemen. And this is what they're trying to drive to the American public. It's it's disgusting and it's sad. You know what else is sad? Is more people are continuing to die from the vaccination. You know, Mark Cryardis, sudden illness, sudden death, you know, stuff like, stuff like that. Speaking of stuff like that, Black Lightning actors, Charles B. Dean, dead at 32 after unexpected sudden illness. Mm, yeah, it was so unexpected, ladies and gentlemen. It was so unexpected. Let's forget that she was vaccinated and boosted. She uh, uh, boasted about it on her Instagram, ladies and gentlemen. But now here we are. Actress Charlie uh, Charlie Dean, who portrayed Son, uh, Son and I on the former SD series Black Lightning, passed away on August 29th from an unexpected sudden illness. A representative for the South African Star confirmed to NBC News no further details about Dean's death have been shared publicly at this time. In addition to Black Lightning, Dean also appeared on the CBS series Elementary and was a successful model. And in October, Dean's film Triangle of Sadness, which co-stars Woody Harrelson, is set to be released in theaters. Back in May, Dean, uh, Dean appeared alongside with her co-stars in the 2022 Cannes Film Festival where the movie won the COVID Palm, uh, Palmadu Award. Um, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, you know, what, what can you say? Another one bites the dust. Like we have, like we weren't saying this um, uh, about the vaccinations, but now it's all coming out, ladies and gentlemen. And you know what? What's going on at the border, this shit ain't getting no better, ladies and gentlemen. It's not just the four-month-old and the 18-month-old that was left for dead in the Arizona desert. 
And I've actually asked, uh, I've, I've, I've asked some of our, um, our Republican and Democratic senators, I've tagged them in post, asked them, what do you guys think about this? You know what I mean? Do you any share any sentiments about this, or is it only, or is it only going along with the the game of acting like the neocon Republicans and the far left right are actually at war? Meanwhile, they're supporting each other behind the screen. Meanwhile, when that curtain closes, they're shaking hands and saying. You know, we got those stupid Americans again, ladies and gentlemen. It's not just the 70 stash. It's not just the 70 stash houses that are just being found all across Texas State, Arizona, all even even as far as into the Midwest and Kansas City. There's a stash house found where over 80 immigrants were living in there. Most of them children and uh, most of them children, by the way, girls and boys, being sold to to parents here in America. You really think you know what slavery is, ladies and gentlemen? Uh, you know, I want to go to this clip of uh, Chip Rory completely putting some members on blast on congressional floor. Let's go to this right now. Thank the chairman. Uh, Mr. Secretary, there have been over one million plus individuals put into proceedings or released into the United States on your watch. I've asked multiple Border Patrol personnel, not the union, mind you, if we double, triple, quadruple the CBP budget, would that one million release go down? And they categorically said no, it would go up. Do you agree, yes or no? I'm not sure I understand your question, Congressman. With the addition... With the number of people being released in the United States under current law, would it go down no matter how much you increased your budget? Um, uh, and it would not, as they said. Do you agree, yes or no? Uh, Congressman, if I understand your question correctly, when individuals are in the United States and they make a claim... Right, so the number would not go down is the answer. Right? Yes or no? That's what they said, and I think you just answered it. It would not go down. Um, the only plan that you offer, the plan you just offered, is to process aliens faster and encourage more to come. We know that to be true. I know it's true. You know it's true. Cartels know it's true, and people around the world know it's true, and that's why people are coming. That is false. The secure, it's not false. Yes, it is. The entirety of your plan says that. The Secure Defense Act of 2006 says what? That the Secretary of Homeland Security shall... Take all actions the Secretary determines necessary to achieve and maintain operational control over the entire international land and maritime borders. Will you testify under oath right now? Do we have operational control, yes or no? Yes, we do. And we have operational control of the borders. Yes, we do. And Congressman, you are working to what operational control defined. In this section, the term operational control means the prevention of all unlawful entries into the United States, including entries by terrorists, other unlawful aliens, instruments of terrorism, narcotics, and other contraband. Do you stand by in your testimony that we have operational control in light of this definition? And Congressman, I think the um, Secretary of Homeland Security would have said the same thing in 2020 and in 2019. No, the, the, well, the secretary would have at least had a basis for saying that we have some sort of control of the border, but the fact is we currently have people flowing across the border, including dangerous narcotics and dangerous members of terrorists, which your own agency sent a letter to my office after eight months. We sent a letter saying there are 42 people on the terrorist watch list that are in the United States. You just said to Mr. Jordan, you don't even know where the hell they are. That's, that's what you're saying is operational control, including entries by terrorists and unlawful aliens? It's not. It's not operational control. Mr. Secretary, let me ask you a question. When we're looking ahead and we're talking about asylum, okay? Here, if the officer determines the time of the interview that an alien has a credible fear of persecution, the alien shall be detained for further consideration. Mandatory detention. Any alien subject to procedure under this clause shall be detained pending a final determination of credible fear of persecution. 
Are, is everyone being detained? Yes or no? Uh, no. And as a matter of fact, uh, Congressman, that is an issue that is before the United States Supreme Court. And the fact issue. of the matter is our law says they should be detained, and your agency is releasing people on purpose uh, in order to flood the zone and make sure that more people can come to the United Con States. Congress and you use parole to do it. Parole of aliens within the following groups have been detained. Come down here on a case-by-case -case basis for urgent humanitarian reasons or significant public benefit. Yet your office is using parole. But when you use parole, the fact is they're not showing back up to ICE. Your own letter to Senator Johnson, to this uh, this committee, have acknowledged they're not showing back up to ICE. I mean, how can you be saying that you have operational control or that we're securing the United States when they're not showing back up? Congressman, are you um, actually interested in the facts and the law? Yeah, because I'm actually, I'm reading you the law and I'm actually talking to you about the facts about who's in this country. Actually, you're now, let, now let's actually go to something that's... Uh, Chairman, can the witness be allowed to answer the question? Well, there wasn't a question there to be... Gentlemen's time. Point. Now, let's talk about the damage being done to the United States of America. Mr. Secretary, did you, Secretary, do you know what this is? This is a mobile morgue, a body trailer, needed by counties in South Texas, overwhelmed by dead migrants. That particular trailer is filled with these bodies, 27 bodies that were stored in this mobile morgue in South Texas with dead bodies of migrants. Dead bodies like this one found on a ranch just three weeks ago in South Texas. A dead migrant. Somehow that's compassion. How about the dead bodies found by migrants? Compassion. How about the ranchers who had to walk out of their door? And this is what they face. Gentlemen with rocks threatening a rancher in South Texas. Only able to be saved when they are able to bring their dogs out to scare the people away in order to save themselves. Or the fact that you've got houses being attacked. You've got livestock dead on the side because we've got ranches wide open. How about the little girl here with a brand on her arm? A little girl with a brand on her arm because of your policy. A little girl here in the desert found by ranchers trying to save their lives. And how about the lost voices for people dying from fentanyl? The hundreds of thousands, tens of thousands of Americans dying from fentanyl. Faces, faces of Americans, faces of Americans across this country dying because of fentanyl pouring into our country. Time of the gentleman has expired. You know full well. Time of the gentleman has expired. Encouraging people to come here, harming Texas and harming this country. Time you of know it. And you're ignoring the, the time of the gentleman has expired. He no longer has time to slander the secretary. Ms. Scanlon. Not slander. You know what slander is? Thank slander. you, Secretary Mayorkas. Ms. Scanlon. Ms. Scanlon. Thank you, Secretary no Mayorkas. Any of it. Over here. Thank you. Killing him. I mean, killing him. And everything he said was absolutely true. 100% true, ladies and gentlemen. You know, let's not, and you know what? Let's, the funniest thing about this is it's not even the cartels that we're even bringing in. They're not the ones. Cartels don't own freaking laboratories. They're not as scientifically sound sitting there with their little freaking gloves on and their, their scientific gloves sitting there saying, okay, three to the max A Celsius is XY times four. We're gonna drop a little methamphetamine in there. That's gonna make, no, it's not the cartels that are making this shit. It was Purdue Pharma that have a patent on fentanyl. They made fentanyl, and then they gave it to the fucking cartels. I'm gonna have to, I, yeah, um, yeah that's, that's, that's some money right there. They gave it to the cartels, and then the cartels hooked up with the Chinese, uh, with the Chinese uh, triads and other big mafia gangs out in Italy, and in Brazil, really big super cartels out in Brazil, they started shipping it in by the shit port load. Ship Port Lowe. 
And now we have this, and now we have this big problem with fentanyl. But oh my God, it's the cartels. No, it's not the cartels. It is the pharmaceutical, it's big pharma, it's the pharmaceutical companies that are creating this shit, just like they created, the CIA created methamphetamine and crack cocaine back in the day. And then they gave it to, and then they gave it to big pharma. They used to, they used to have, they used to have, during MK Ultra, they used to have their own agents sniff this shit and then hook up with hookers through glass windows, see-through glass windows, ladies and gentlemen. Over, and you know what, let's and, and let's let's move past fentanyl. Let's say you're tired of hearing about the fentanyl and the drugs, and I got, oh my God, it's, it's, it's not an addiction, it's not a choice, it's a disease. That's the brainwashing that they're giving people, stuff like that, you know what I mean? That, that disease notion and all this other bullshit. Oh, okay, well let's say you're tired of hearing about fentanyl. What about the hundreds of thousands of Americans that were killed by Oxycontin? That didn't happen too long ago. Hundreds of thousands of Americans that were wiped off the map, mothers, daughters, sons, uncles, cousins, killed, dead by a legal pharmaceutical drug that was allowed to be given to the American people. And the FDA full well knew that this was killing people. The Supreme Court judge, some of the Supreme Court judges even knew after affidavit, after affidavit, after affidavit, after affidavit of people testifying saying that Oxycontin is being, is highly addicted and it is killing people. They ignored it all until hundreds of thousands of Americans are already dead more more Americans were killed from Oxycontin than guns within the last five years. Fact. And that's that's a that's that's I could probably go back from eight years. I can probably go all the way back in eight years. Hundreds of thousands of Americans killed by a legal pharmaceutical drug. But still to this day, we have Nebraska Medicine, UNMC, UNL, telling everyone that a pill is going to save the day. You see, they don't want you. We have Senator Weishart that try to make them make ourselves sound like, oh my God, I'm for the marijuana industry. But the natural hemp growers, they actually are trying to get marijuana, natural marijuana legal in this uh, state in uh, state and city. They weren't supporting her. You know why they weren't supporting her? Because she was not bringing bringing in natural marijuana. She was bringing in the chemical based Delta Eight, different forms of poses, a thyroid I believe it's called, that they put into this Delta Eight cartridges that create. You force this, that force that make you, you, you can see, you can see things. People are dying off these Delta 8 cartridges because of the stuff that the pharmaceutical companies are putting into these cartridges. And thank God it didn't get passed. Thank God it didn't get passed because there would be, be more people that would be having severe adverse events. And then that would just drive the narrative to the rest of the population that, oh, you see a marijuana does kill people. We knew it. It's, it's a bunch of freaking bullshit. And you know what else? And you know what, guys? It just keeps on coming. Did you guys know about the, the FBI agent that resigned after allegedly throwing Hunter Biden investigation report? Yeah. A top FBI, uh, FBI agent based in Washington, D.C. reportedly resigned from his portion, uh, position last week after being accused of attempting to thwart a criminal investigation into the Hunter Biden laptop. Timothy Thosbell. An FBI assistant special agent in charge was escorted out of the Washington field office by at least two headquarters uh, looking types last Friday, sources told the Washington Times. Now, Thief uh, Bolt had already been on leave since FBI Director Christopher Wray revealed during a Senate Judiciary Committee hearing earlier this month that he found the whistleblower claims against the agent and his colleagues, FBI Supervisor Intelligence Analyst Ryan Adams, 
deeply troubling. Republican Senator Chuck Gresley wrote to Gray in July that he believed that Pair had orchestrated a scheme to undermine the auditory information connected to Hunter Biden by falsely suggesting it was disinformation. The senator also alleged that his call had tried to shut down several pro-pathways into the president's son at least one month before the November 2020 election. And you know what, ladies and gentlemen? Get that shit. They did. And Mark Zuckerberg went on Joe Rogan's podcast and actually admitted it. The FBI went to Facebook and other social media platforms saying that, hey, there's going to be some uh, incriminating evidence or what they uh, were telling uh, Mark Zuckerberg at Facebook was Russian propaganda, ladies and gentlemen. But now we know for a fact, not only was it not Russian propaganda, not only did Russia have nothing to do with it? And Russia was actually helping out the Democratic Party. But we know it was all true. Hunter Biden was involved in uh, heavy dealings in Ukraine prior to the Ukraine war, involved in gaining a bunch of research in those laboratories out in Ukraine. We know for a fact that Hunter Biden dropped a, a pistol in an elementary school, in an elementary school trash can, and the Secret Service agents had to go back there and get it for him. And it, never mind, he's a felon. Never mind if that would have been me or you. Like, I need you, and I need you to realize this. I don't need you to focus on whether it's the left side or the right side. Because it doesn't matter whether you're on the left side or the right side. If it was me or you that had done that, prison time. Jail time in a heartbeat. In a heartbeat. Because after all, the police, the police, uh, what it seems like... Uh, the police in America are being indoctrinated to just go after the guns. It doesn't matter whether they're legal or not. Go after the guns. You see anyone with a gun? Call someone. You know what I mean? But you never, you would never go on the Omaha Police website and say, if you see a man dressed like a woman at a school, call the call the police department because that man might be trying to sexually uh, sexually assault the children. That is completely completely illegal right there. And if if it happened out of a state setting, many thought uh, you were walking up, you know what I mean, with your family and some guy dressed up like a, a woman came up to your daughter and said, hey, why don't I, why don't I uh, read you this, why don't I read you this story and teach you about butt sex? You and, you and I would be living, we would, we would do everything, uh, hopefully, hopefully you would do everything in your possibility to beat the hell out of that person. But nowadays, oh well, if it's the states that if it's the state that's doing it, if it's the hospitals that are contributing to it, oh well, then it's all fine, it's all good. But as soon as gun groups come out to show support of their firearms, their Second Amendment, their God-given rights of self-defense, well, then that's why that's when we need security guards everywhere. That's when we need, you know, um, uh, signs that go up everywhere saying, if you see a gun, call the police. If you see a gun, say something. I mean, it's all ass backward. But now, but now, um, an FBI agent is retiring because he thwarted, and now we know for a fact that it's true. He thwarted an investigation over Hunter Biden's laptop, which did have serious incriminating evidence with the Joe Biden family, and more importantly, probably would have committed Joe Biden and unthwarted Joe Biden from being president in the first place, knowing that he has a son that is getting cracked out and beating women and hooking up with hookers and, and all that under the sun. Everything that we would have been doing, if we did, we go to prison for in a heartbeat, ladies and gentlemen. So, of course, it was Russian information back then, ladies and gentlemen. It was Russian information. 
the Democratic Party were being hit by Russian information and oh my God, Hunter Biden's laptop is Russian information. Gain of function research out in Ukraine operating uh, operated by the federal uh, the federal military it's all russian propaganda it's all propaganda but now we know for a fact that no it's not propaganda it's all true the vaccines oh they're a russian propaganda no they weren't russian propaganda Albert borla is the cdc director and a countless others have even had to come out and say we had no idea what these vaccines were going to do to people we just forced it on people. We just try to make it mandatory for everyone to get vaccinated. You remember when they were trying to get every, uh, uh, get it mandatory for everyone to be locked down in their house? That was a democratic structure that they pushed you. Don't don't let you don't let don't let yourself just forget that. And then look at the Nebraska Democrats, especially here in Nebraska. Look at the Nebraska Democrats and say to yourself, "Oh well, they're grassroots." No, they're the same party. They're the same ones that are pushing to get mandatory vaccinations. They were the same ones that are pushing to shut everyone in their house, even though suicides were going through the roof, even though drug use and overdoses were triple fold all throughout the pandemic, killing more people than the virus itself, by the way. Facts. Don't let them, don't, do not let yourself forget of all the things that we just went through during that pandemic. And now what's being said is the exact opposite. The masks never worked. They never knew what was going to happen if you got the vaccine. Now we know. But now we do know after what, what happens after you get vaccine because people are dying everywhere. People, four-year-olds are getting heart attacks. Actresses are dying of sudden death and sudden illness all around. Sports, uh, uh, you know, uh, sport, uh, sports, uh, sportsmen. People that play basketball, football, they're just dropping dead on court. News anchors are dropping dead on live TV because they just got their vaccine right after boasting about it. Yep, I just got my vaccine. I feel... And we're all just playing along with that, ladies and gentlemen. Thank, uh, just just playing along with the shenanigans. And it's 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 got to stop at one point. And you know what? Um, you know, we're the ones that... We're the ones that are to blame because we're allowing... We're allowing this type of unlawful legislation to be put into context and have it be put onto us and have us be so ignorant to think that, well, this is for everybody, but it's not. You don't see any of these um, uh, elite types. You don't see... Elon Musk, if you're going to focus, if you think Elon Musk is an elite type, he's not. Um, like These people like Mark Zuckerberg, Bill Gates, or not Bill Gates, but um, Elon Musk, uh, Jeff Bezos. I mean, you know, they're very wealthy. Do not get me wrong. They, I'm sure they have a lot of pull. I'm not saying that. I'm honestly not saying that. But are these the people that are controlling, and not just controlling, because technically they're not, but are these the people that are implementing depopulation programs and putting in racist legislation and calling it equity. No, they're not. You see, even Elon Musk has uh, stated multiple times that overpopulation is not only a myth, but our generation in America, our population is not growing at all. We are going down each and every year. Our population is growing more or uh, not growing but is weakening more and more ladies and gentlemen
But uh, to get on and get into some more news because this is this is just this is all part of the plan. I don't know how else to say that, man. It is. This is all part of Mike Carl Schwab said the Great Reset, which is a great depopulation program to kill and enslave every single one of us and then introduce smart cities after the catastrophe that they orchestrated. They're going to create smart cities and they're going to pose as the heroes. And it's already it's already been implemented, uh, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. The, for instance, out in uh, California, the, uh, one of the cities out in California, the county police and the county legislation has told their citizens that if they do not comply with the water shortage or if they do not comply with using the water that they are given, then they will forcibly come into your house and put a water a water shortage stopper there on, the, on your sinks and stuff like that to where you will not be able to use water after they say. And all of this is supposed to conspiracy theory, by the way. It's all conspiracy theory. And if you don't believe me, I want to play for the, play the clip for you right now. It's a little bit easier for those of us that are living in small apartments like me than if you're living in one of those sprawling compounds that we just looked at. And this isn't just a celebrity problem, right? I mean, we're talking uh, attorneys and doctors and all the other rich realize, people. That uh, out there I just want to doing... stop this real quick. So realize how we said, oh, it's a lot easier for people like me that live in these small little apartments. And that's what they're trying to drive to you, ladies and gentlemen. They, they're at, you know, they have these talking points like this news anchor just brought up. Oh, well, it's a lot easier for people like me that live in these tiny little apartments. And they, they want you to start thinking. They, they want the youth, especially the youth. They want the youth to be driven into this notion that, well, in order to save the planet, we have to start eating bugs. We have to live in a tiny home. We can't have children. We need to have the state or the government control water consumption, even in, in, even, even food shortages that are coming up as well. Realize that this is all about acclimatization. They're trying to get you ready. They're getting these talking points out there. So when it comes time to implement them all across America, like they're doing in California right now, well, then the people are already acclimated to it. They see it on social media and they're just like, oh, well, maybe that's a good thing. Maybe that's a good thing. But you'll never see any of the any of the people that are actually pushing these ideologies doing the same thing that we're doing. We'll never see them touch down off of that private jet that they fly into the GOP summits or uh, to the GO summits to talk about climate change. More than 127 private jets flew in, flew in during the GO uh, climate change uh, summit. 127 private jets flew in, spilling over 75,000 tons of emissions. That's more emission that we could produce with our car in 10 years. And they just flew around in their private jets, eating steaks, cone, drinking cognac, living the good life, ladies and gentlemen. But this is what they have, their news anchors. This is what they have, their slaves, tell us. And we're supposed to shake our head like, yes, yes, yes. We do not need to use water past the state's time that they say, oh, my God, thank you so much, state. You are giving me water. You are God. Where do you think paganism comes from, ladies and gentlemen? How do you think ancient Babylon was run? This isn't just a Hollywood thing. 
That's right. And our reporting found that about 2,000 people in this water district, which is the district that covers Calabasas and Hidden Hills in that area, about 2,000 people got these notices from their water district, which let them know, hey, you've exceeded your budget at least four times this year. So these celebrities were on that list. As you mentioned, there's also some doctors, lawyers, executives, people like that. Um, well, and the notice also lets them know that they're eligible the for class. a flow restrictor device, um, which is a little device that they put on your shutoff valve to really reduce your flow to about a trickle. And essentially what they're saying is, hey, if you're not going to scale it back, we're going to do it for you. And so that's not really a voluntary thing, right? That's a mandatory thing. If you keep going over, they put that on. So this could be happening yeah. at Kim Kardashian's house. All of a sudden, there's a flow restrictor. <laughs> so it is not voluntary. Um, they are not doing it at every house right now. They're just letting these people oh, know. Oh, my God. So it's not voluntary. No, we're not doing it at everyone's house right now. But that's part of the beta test. Of course, they're not going to. This is they're not going to do it at every person's house right away. They want to see what the rest of the civilians are going to do, going to do around them, and that's how they. And, and that also goes against. That also goes with the way they structure neighborhoods nowadays. You know what I mean? They have one neighborhood that seems to be very, very um, pro-choice. They have one neighborhood that seems to be very, very um, uh, uh, that um, pro-abortion. You know what I'm saying? And stuff like that. You have one pro uh, neighborhood that looks pro-life. So you do it in a in a neighborhood that you know that you might have a very bad reaction. So you can gauge the reaction in the other neighborhoods around it. You see what I'm saying? And that's why, of course, they're not gonna just implement and implement these uh, water gauges on everyone just yet. They need to gauge and see how many, pe how many people are going to fight back. But yes, oh, it's not voluntary. It's not voluntary. Did you hear that, Democrats? This is a democratic structure. This is what they're telling you to do. You don't think what they're doing in California that's going to come here these smart these smart meters with the water and stuff like that where it's not voluntary it's mandatory where hey you went over your your water use four times this year which is not going to be four times this year so we're going to have to shut your water off around two o'clock every day well i'm not home until four o'clock i still need a shower oh, well that's not our problem your water's off by two o'clock ladies and gentlemen and they're doing it with these smart meters and houses where now smart meters are going to be implemented into your house and it's going to control how much air conditioning you get, how much heat you get, how uh, um, uh, when, when, you, when you can turn on your electricity or your TV and stuff like that. It even goes as far as how or, how or when you can charge your phone, plugging in a phone charger into an outlet. This is the Aurelian, Aurelian Global Reset that they're trying to bring in. They're trying to burn everything down so they, they can reconstruct off the ashes. And most of all, they can come in and look like the saviors. They can come in and say, oh, well, oh, my God, look at all this technology we have. Suddenly, energy is free. Suddenly, telecommunication is free. Suddenly, you know, suddenly cars don't break down every two freaking months. Suddenly, we have all this technology that we've been hiding and suppressing from the American people and from the world for so freaking long. And there's been so many people... Like you saw in the first video we started out with this show, so many people that have died mysteriously or have been murdered right after creating these types of inventions. Every single time. And then where do these inventions go? To the federal government. And that's why they're trying to give you this idea of the, the Green New Deal, ladies and gentlemen. That's why they're trying to give you this idea of the Green New Deal.
because of everything that they have taken from you in the past. All the all the new technology that has been introduced over time. We saw it on news, and it was like the glimpse. It was like a blink of an eye. We saw it there, and then it disappeared. We never heard about it again. And it was only it was only because of, of people like like me, Subliminal Message Studios, and Band Video, and people like us that are trying our hardest to make. It doesn't matter whether you're, whether you're on the left or the right side, but are trying our hardest to make you guys realize that not only is this Green New Deal full, not only is overpopulation full, but they are in the middle of exterminating you through slow kill weapons that is of the vaccine, but it's taking too slow. They want to move to fast kill weapons. And that's why you see these assassinations going on in Russia. That's why you see the assassinations going on here in Washington, D.C., here in America. They are getting ready for America to be stepped into another civil war, ladies and gentlemen. And I just want everyone to be careful. I want everyone to realize that this is not a game to these people. They have been planning this for a very, 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 very long time, ladies and gentlemen. A very, very long, long time. Now, um, and, 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 the, and the culture is sick, you know? That's what they really wanted to do. They wanted to make the culture sick. They wanted to make, and especially, that's why they, they're going after the mothers of America right now, feeding them this, this abortion right. You know the Democrats, uh, the Democratic Party actually admitted to them going to independent women's houses or mothers that haven't voted Democrat yet, going there and harassing those women to vote Democrat and to scare them about abortion and feed them a bunch of lies about abortion here in the state of Nebraska. Women that are happily married. The Democratic Party has made it a point and they said and they stated on Twitter, they said, uh, we need the Democratic, we need people that support the Democrats to go on independent women's houses and married women's houses and tell them to vote Democrat. Because abortion this, abortion that. I mean, the, the level the level of, of gaslighting that's being done is scary as hell. And now and what and now and now schools little children are trying to protest and they're trying to riot in school because someone said something that they don't like. But a nine year old boy can get beaten into a concussion. Democrats don't say anything. Republicans don't say anything. Nothing gets said. They're not real Republicans or neocons. You want to find a real Republican? Come to Subliminal Message Studios. Yeah, I'm a real Republican, but I'm a, a God-fearing man first. And I love my family first, my, my family and God first before I love my country. What I'm seeing right now is the absolute destruction of this nation. A vegan mother was jailed for, for literally starving her little baby to death. That baby died and her other children were... We're just near there, and she has no sympathy. And I'm, I'm also coming across this story right now. I don't know if you guys heard about this. So, <laughs> a mom arrested at a hospital accused of killing two and three-year-old daughters. The Riley Police Department announced the arrest of 29-year-old Lancia Shaniqua battle on two counts of murder in connection to a death investigation at a Carrie NC home Saturday, uh, citing arrest records. Reports battle allegedly uh, allegedly murdered two daughters, aged two and three. Police have not publicly publicly identified the children. Their causes of death and motive in the alleged stayings have not also been released. According to the station, police were called out to uh, Duke Riley Hospital Saturday night, where 
Battle was arrested the following morning. Jail records indicate that Battle has been charged with two accounts of murder. She was denied bond. Attorney information for Battle was unavailable and it was unclear if she entered a plea to the charges. Now, Battle is due in court Monday morning, ladies and gentlemen, but we all know what is really, really going on. We all know what is really, really going on. Women have been fed to kill babies and this notion that women can just, they have a permit to kill. What do you think was going to happen? I said the same thing about a little over, little over about two months ago. I told you guys, dude, if you, if, if the Democratic Party, especially in Nebraska, keep on scaring the women and telling them that you're going to lose your right to abortion, you're going to lose your right to have babies, you're going to lose all your rights, which is exactly what the Nebraska Democratic Party were lying to the women of Nebraska, telling them that abortion is illegal now, and oh my God, you need to vote Democratic, or you're going to lose your your rights of womanhood, you're going to lose your right to empowerment, and the women fed into it, and now look what we're seeing. Women are entitled to the right to kill, and now they're killing their babies left and right. Vegan moms, mount, vegan moms starving to death their children because of their own confused ideology. They're forcing it on their children. Moms from NC killing their two and three year olds because after all, they have a right to kill. After all, the California, California and other Democratic parties, uh, Democratic states have put in, have put into legislations that it, it is okay for women to kill their babies two weeks to two years out of the womb. That was an actual legislation that was introduced in California, I believe in Sacramento. Women ha- women should have the right to kill their babies two weeks out of the womb, up to two weeks to a two year to up to two weeks to two years out of the womb. Fact, look it up. I don't need to lie about any of this shit. But where do you think this was going to go? Where do you think this was going to go? Now there's now now that all of this hate has been broadcasted into the American culture, you're seeing the fruits of the New World Order labor, New World Order and their labor to America. We're seeing the fruits of it right now. Mass starvation, uh, forced um, uh, dehydration of American people. They're killing us, ladies and gentlemen, and they're doing it by design. Let's go to, um, you know what, guys? Let's go to a quick break real quick. We're going to come back here with a third hour. Um, there's a couple clips I want to get to. Um, uh, I beg you, um, you know, it's, it's why I want to get to one of our great research reports. But there's a couple things I want to get to before we shut this down, ladies and gentlemen. But keep in mind, um, I always do appreciate every single one of my listeners, whether it be your first time listening to Subliminal Message Studios or... Or if you're a listener that has been here from the jump, either way it goes, I truly do appreciate every single one of you. It truly does mean everything to me to see Subliminal Message Studios grow the way it is. We are not perfect. I'm not perfect. I get things wrong. You know, um, uh, I say I, I get caught up in conversations and, you know, I I, um, I I say stuff wrong. I'm not perfect, but I'll admit it and I'll always admit when I end up getting things wrong. Right here is where you're going to get the real news, though, ladies and gentlemen. Right here, you're going to get the real news, and we're always going to go back to history so we can remember history. If you do not remember history, you will be constantly doomed to repeat it. I do not want to see the world repeat the Old Testament, the flooding of this nation, the flooding of this earth, and that will happen if we do not turn our hearts and souls around, because they mean more than 
what science is trying to tell you. They mean more than what the culture has been telling you, ladies and gentlemen. So let's go to a quick break and we'll be right back. In Revelation 6, the scripture describes what is going to happen. And the people screamed and they cried and they cried to the mountains and the rocks to fall on us and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne and from the orge, the wrath of God and of the Lamb. For the great day of the wrath is coming. Who shall be able to stand? He's talking about Armageddon. He's talking about the great judgment that is coming upon the earth. Unless we repent of our sins and turn to God. play football take this thing and i want you to do it publicly so that i can get more money out of those other people that are thinking about it and they're on the fence yeah and then we're going to virtue signal to say look how righteous our league is we have 95 percent compliance yes with the vaccine compliance and if you don't we're going to send a, stoo a stooge to your team to show you graphs of your vaccination percentage of your team compared to the rest of the league which actually happened really yeah what was the stooge like I mopped the floor with them. Did you? Yeah. See, again, that's why people are like, no one knew your vaccination status. You lied to your teammates. No, no, no. Day three of training camp, they sent this stooge in, and, and he showed these slides about what your vaccination percentage was in your team, where you compare the rest of the league. And I started asking him questions about liability. Well, I'm not a lawyer. Okay, cool. But you're in here talking about all these different things. And you don't talk about anybody's personal health issues. There's zero exemptions. You took out religious exemptions. You took you took out uh, PEG exemptions. You took out anybody's ability to have uh, an opinion. Uh, I don't want to do this. Yeah. Well, it's not only going to affect your day-to-day uh, -day status on the team, but your ability to get a job, your ability to keep a job, your ability to get a tryout if you get cut from this team. He said, if not everybody is vaccinated. There's a report from a joint report from the government of the UK and Germany about transhumanism. Mm -hmm. And uh, as you know, this is one of the agendas of the World Economic Forum. That's not hidden. It's not a conspiracy. Transhumanism. And, and they talk about the RNA vaccines as an entry point. You can basically do anything with uh, synthetic uh, RNA, DNA. Um, it's, really, it's like a computer program. So. I mean, I think with enough, with, with, uh, with effort that's not too crazy, you could probably stop aging, reverse it if you want. Um, so these are, you can basically do it. You can turn someone into a freaking butterfly if you want with the right DNA sequence. I read a story yesterday of a 10-year-old girl who was processed through our own government. 
delivered to a family and then put in a house, raped, abused, and cut in supposedly the greatest country in the world. And we have stash houses with 73 people in it, 13 kids in our nation's capital. I'm tired of this crap. Actual child kidnapping and trafficking on an industrial scale. I spent more than a week in Central America recently. I had the opportunity actually to interview a human trafficker. Is it easier to traffic the children and get them in than the adults? Okay. It's more risky because once we get to the cartels, they are asking for children for them to traffic with drugs. In the case of children, it really scares him to just see the reality that they can go through. And for him, it's pretty horrific to see how they are murdered in many cases. What about people that want to buy a child because they're a sexual predator? I've heard that some people in places have very specific things that they like, certain nationalities or certain age groups. So the Cardos are looking for the people going around, and when they spot someone with those characteristics, they tend to like take them. In most cases, they wanted to sell their organs, so that is the reason they take children. That's very hard to hear. Yes, it's very hard. Sometimes they take out the organs and they, they refill the body with drugs so they can take it through the border. Do they sell it to hospitals or to buyers, like private buyers, wealthy buyers? There are people with money that want to buy the organs of kids. And it's not only for a country. They take it to different countries. And normally they do this with uh, clinics that are not authorized. Absolute next level. We know the globalists are obsessed with child trafficking, obsessed with pedophilia, obsessed with the sexualization of children. An anonymous whistleblower has come forward sitting down with Xavier Hernandez, who works as a travel youth care worker for a federally funded contractor and shares the tens of thousands of unaccompanied migrant children. So two to 5,000 a week are being bussed and flown throughout the United States and handed off to quote, unvetted adult sponsors. We are being told that we must stop eating beef because the methane produced by cattle burps and farts is accelerating global warming. So let's look at the science. Mass balance calculations take into account material being added, exchanged, and lost during natural processes. And Australian geologist Ian Plymer breaks down this science in Eat Beef, Save the Planet. Grass, along with most plant life, consumes carbon dioxide from the air as food. The more CO2, the greener the environment. So the theory that CO2 levels are hurting the environment is flawed from the start. But for the sake of argument, we can examine the science and see if cow farts actually are increasing CO2 levels in the atmosphere. The grass consumes CO2 from the air, and when it dies, methane is released, which quickly separates into CO2 and water vapor. When the grass is eaten by cattle, this carbon is recycled in various ways. Cattle waste fertilizes the grass with some of this carbon, and the rest is stored in meat, milk, blood, intestines, bones, and skin. Thanks to the cattle, carbon is taken from the grass and used as fertilizer, stored in leather goods, and consumed as food, where most of it stays with the body until death. 
And so the processes of meat production and consumption actually removes carbon from the atmosphere and recycles it elsewhere. Humans, cattle, and grass are all parts of the same natural ecosystem, and carbon is the building block. The entire anti-meat agenda is built upon lies. Grass-fed beef is so nutritious that an all-beef diet has become a very popular choice for people cleansing and healing from several ailments and disease. Humans are omnivores, and that means we have the ability to survive on both plants and animals. Our teeth are able to cut and masticate animal flesh, and we have the digestive enzyme trypsin for breaking down meat, which has allowed the human brain to grow larger over time, allows us to grow stronger and operate more efficiently. Many people eat vegetarian diets because they believe that eating meat is immoral. This argument is taught like a religion, with the main rule being don't eat anything with a face, which doesn't make any sense. What about the millions of microorganisms we consume in a single glass of water? Do they not deserve the same respect? Experiments with plants and vegetables show how they feel pain and recognize the person who hurt them. Do they not deserve the same respect simply because they have no face? A simple law of the physical natural world is that life is sustained by life. Every living thing sustains its own life by consuming other living things. This is true of the carnivore, the omnivore, and the vegan. The moral argument of veganism is just another ego trip. Many are learning veganism from modern yoga teachers, as if it were an ancient religion. But this is a myth. The cow was sacred in traditional yoga because it sustained life. Vegetarianism was only promoted among the lower castes, so that enough meat was available to the warrior and priest classes. And that's all that's happening today. The all-powerful 0.1% want us lower castes to eat bugs while they save the best for themselves. But it's even worse than that. They want us all to get sick and die. In an evaluation of edible insects and the transmission of parasitic diseases, one-third of all insects studied were found to be pathogenic to humans. And most insects contain chitin, which is a modified polysaccharide present in most insects and absent in all mammals. We cannot digest it, and it is known to cause several health issues with humans who consume it, including respiratory issues and the accelerated growth of cancer cells. The real problem isn't beef consumption, it's factory farming, and we can solve this by incentivizing local grass-fed cattle farming. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. This is Subliminal Message Studios. Ladies and gentlemen, I have been your host, Benjamin Leonardo Jacobs. I truly do appreciate every single one of you for joining me on this broadcast. I want you to keep on fighting the good fight. Walk with God and walk with our Creator. And be kind to one another. It's not your job to be nice to everyone. You know, that, that ship has been so... You're not, you're not going to be able to be nice to everyone because you're going to meet people that you just simply don't like. But being kind to everyone, you know, that's a lot different. And it's a lot more easier. So stay strong, stay armed, and I'll see you out there, ladies and gentlemen.